Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. All right, here we are once again in the month of August 2020. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. It feels like we should be doing something else. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I think I know the man with the answer, and that's my co-host, Chris Sinzak. Chris, what is it, man? There's something missing in my life right now this time of year. Thanks for starting things off on a bummer note. (laughs) I've been getting a lot of awesome pictures of like Facebook memories and stuff from this time of year in years past. Yeah, you're not alone. Man, we're supposed to be either getting really ready for it or already at Rockin' Pod by now. Actually, it it was going to be a week from today as of this recording. Yeah, oh man, I'm feeling it. Something's definitely missing in my life. Although it's, uh, I will say this week compared to last last year at this week is way less stressful. I'll give him, I'll give myself that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> along with that, you don't have the anticipation that we had last year at this time. I've had a lot of people sharing photos of you know last last year and years before and mm-hmm. saying oh or messages saying oh we should be getting ready to go to Nashville yeah and I, I mean I it's it's bittersweet because it's like it, it means a lot to me that so many people you know miss coming to it and, and love it that much but it also bums me out that we couldn't do it this year but I don't know I'm working on stuff behind the scenes we're uh, we're gonna well we're planning I I can't say we're definitely doing it in 2021 but. That's the plan. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll have to see how science and everything works out in the future. I believe in my heart, man. I believe it'll happen. This shit's bound to clear up eventually, right? I hope so. I hope. I mean, I, if this is normal, Jesus Christ, I might put a gun in my mouth. Oh no! Don't say that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird time we're living through, man. But I mean, I, it's just you know, and I and I had the thing in the memories pop up the other day of the from 2018 of the the Tennessean article, the local paper, and yeah. I read through it again, and 
It's got quotes from me in it, and it's all these, a lot of great mentions of shows like Podkist and Cheap Talk and uh, Growing Up Rock. And it's like, ah, oh, it's great to get that kind of exposure for these shows. And you know, but yeah, we're you know, I'm I'm optimistic that that we're going to do it again next year. Man, I can't wait. I'm so stoked for it. I uh, like I said, it feels so weird to not have it right now. But knowing that you're already on the case for the next year. It gives me some hope, you know, it gives me something to look forward to. This year has been, 2020 has just sucked, man. It's been the worst. It definitely has. Hmm. Got to get back to normal. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing that people have been doing a lot, I got to imagine, during this downtime, when you're not really going out and doing stuff as much as you used to, you're probably doing a lot of online shopping. Yeah, it was just a couple of weeks ago that we were doing the uh, Beat the Geek episode contest game show with Baco versus Chris. And one of the questions, a pair of the questions that I used had to do with items for sale on eBay. And so we thought, you know, how cool would it be to go through and see what all our favorite bands most expensive item on ebay is i bet you there's some cool things that we're going to find to talk about today and we're just going to do this on the fly so it'll be new to us as it's new to you and maybe today you'll find something you just got to have but before we get to all that you know us we got to take care of our business and i look to see if we got any pod chaser reviews if we've got any apple reviews if we've got any facebook recommendations or what was the we had a third one now right well, we had a Stitcher review recently, but like that was from five months oh, ago. Yeah. We haven't gotten anything in a long time. That's right. We got a fourth one now, too. That's Stitcher.com. You can leave a review for us at. <laughs> and I look in all four of these places, and I see we have none at all. Bummer. Yeah, what the hell, guys? But what are you going to do? You know what I do? I slide on over to our Facebook page, and I check out the comments that are left on last week's episode because there were some really cool ones. And that makes me feel a lot better because I really like it that people go to the Facebook page that we have and they talk about rock music, you know, and they're into it. And they actually give us, you know, kind of guidance to what we're doing here on the show. So we got some cool ones to check out on here. Yeah, we had some good stuff on there. Like, you know, and it's, feedback is important. We love to hear back from you guys because otherwise it feels like we're just talking into a vortex sometimes, you know. It's not as cool as Ace Fraley makes it sound. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of which, here's one that I really liked a lot. As soon as I read this, I sent this dude a Facebook friend request because this dude is so cool. He's got to be Facebook friends with Aaron Camaro. It's Patrick Breen, and he says, love this episode. I looked up the lineup for Enough's Enough, and surprise, it's Alex Kane in there now. I have not checked out the new album yet, but I will do so. As far as Chip, he's a cool cat. I remember seeing them live for the first time with Monaco on vocals. Man, Enough's Enough's had a crazy history. Yep, Monaco was the lead singer of Enough's Enough at one time. And mm -hmm. Chip made me part of his bass solo, pulling the bass over me strap-wise and playing it. Next time I saw them, Chip was on vocals, and he did really well. Reminded me of Jason Beeler taking over vocals for Saigon Kick. But I bought two albums and was five to ten bucks short. But Chip felt bad, so he gave them to me. Signed for what I had. But later, I saw that they had an ATM at the bar, got money out, and gave him what I owed him, because otherwise, I would have felt like I was conning him. 
He was cool and appreciative. Only thing, I wish that the Zen from Mars album would come out. It's been so long. Anyway, I've always wanted to go to Nashville, and Rockin' Pod is the perfect reason. Well, hopefully in 2021. Hoping to go there, and you guys rock. That's from Patrick Breen. How cool is that, man? That's cool. Yeah, it's a good story about Chip. And uh, as far as Zen from Mars, I, I had to talk to our buddy Drew Fortier because yeah, he's part of that man. project. I remember last year Rockin' Pod speaking of which, you know, talking to him and going, man, it's been a while. When is this coming out? You know, so that tells me that it's been a, exactly a year almost since I had that conversation with him. So, man, I was looking forward to it then. I'm double looking forward to it now, and it's nice to see I'm not the only one. Yeah, it's a great comp. Thank you for the feedback, Patrick. Very cool. Uh, David Cathy says, Vinnie Vincent for president. Oh, boy. <laughs> Imagine yeah, the I'm, riots we'd have now if that were the case. You think we got yeah. it bad now? It wouldn't be nothing compared I, to I, if Vinnie Vincent was president. I got to say, I know there's some graphically inclined listeners of ours, and I'm very bummed that no one come up with a campaign sticker showing Trump Cusano. I really want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah you can write all the stimulus checks you want nothing's going to save you from that decision did you know i saw that he had um because like the, somebody people just keep it's funny he's he thinks he's so protected in these two groups that he has on facebook and people just keep leaking all the stuff from it and uh they uh he refi he re revised that message he took all the political stuff out of it <laughs> 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 oh boy, Vinny Vincent. What are you gonna do? Um let's see. Yeah. Um and then we got another one here on Facebook from our good friend Grayson Gallegos. He says another great episode. I agree that a Stevie Rochelle podcast would be amazing. I'm on the fence about the new Enough's Enough album. A couple of solid songs, but the rest is eh. Wait till you hear the new Donnie V song Party Time. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, Donnie V's always got something going in the works. I mean, he is oh. nonstop. Well, I, was Grayson like a Donnie V insider? Because like, I follow Donnie's stuff, and I haven't seen anything about this song. Uh, the only thing I've seen about a thing called Party Time is there is a pre-order vinyl. and I, oh. but, I, but I'm looking at it, and I don't understand if it's a single or if it's a new whole album coming out or what the deal is. But I guess uh, we'll see here coming up. It's supposed to be released in September. Very cool. As far as I could see. I'm looking forward to that. And oh my goodness, we even got something from Twitter. Look here. It comes to us from Body of the Soul, JJP. And he says, great show with a lot of cool guests on hard rock and metal. Love all the KISS history. And as a musician and music historian myself, appreciate all the music facts. Keep up the great shows, and we'll pass the word around. That's awesome. See, that's a review right there. Yeah, thanks, Body of the Soul. That's a, I never thought I'd say that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Paul Stanley song off of Asylum or something. Right, it sounds like a Shannon Tweed softcore flick from Skinamax <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> from around that same time. <laughs> Next on Cinemax, Body of the Soul. Starring Shannon Tweed. Viewer discretion is advised. And John Stamos. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, he only he only does shows where Gene dresses up as a chick. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, if you've never seen Never Too Young to Die, woo, it's it's worth watching just for, for the you. cringe factor alone. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Gene Simmons is a hermaphrodite. Nothing better. Mm. Oh, man. So then uh, our other favorite people, the Geeks of the Week, these are people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter. Last week's New Noise 10. Thank you all for listening. Wow, this is a big old list here. Not bad. Yeah. Good list, and there are actually some females on this list this time. It's oh, amazing. Oh, <laughs> Geeks of the week this week. Our lost Sorry. demographic. We're hitting it. I know. It all started yeah. with Mighty K, and it's all been gold since then. I know. We haven't had a Mighty K sighting in a while. I hope we haven't pissed her off. I'm. Pro- you better just read her name just to be on the safe side to make sure you're not just missing it. All right, Geeks of the Week. Geeks of the Week this week are Kristen Schimbeck, Mighty K. Uh, Grayson Gallegos, Covers and Fire Podcast, Baco, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Scott Crouch, Rosita Meek, Christopher Stokes, Mike Parnell, Rock and Ron Runyon, Decibel Geek TV, Matt Ashcraft, Trevor McDougal, Aaron Baker, Shay Hargett, Adam Cox, Joseph Capone, Kevin Williams, Keith Rockford, Roger Bernard, David Glenn, Mikhail Burrell, Paul Smith, Steve Yakin, Warren Edward LaRue Baker, Andrew Jacobs, Body of the Soul, JJP, Doug, Jeff Taylor, Marie Keith, Karen Bishop, Deadly Romantics, Alan Deshaun, Hakon Bergstad, Eladio, JJ Mack, Daniel Lee, David Kathy, Vet Halen, Bealilum, and as always, the, the Mooger Fooger. That's right. Those are our people. They're our friends. They shared last week's episode. If you want to be a Geek of the Week, hey, this is a great group of people to be a part of. You can do that. All you got to do is share this week's episode. What are we calling this? eBay treasure hunt? That's what I came up with. (laughs) Sounds good to me. That's what we're doing today. Hey, if this is coming out right about the time that I think it's coming out, then Chris and I would both like to wish a big happy birthday to Andrew Jacobs. Man, that dude's been a, a friend and a supporter of this show since really the very, very beginning many years ago. So good friend of ours. Definitely always has been in our corner, and uh, happy birthday, Andrew. Awesome. So, you ready to do some shopping? Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of, I was pretty inebriated last week when you brought up this idea, so I'm not exactly sure what to expect here, so I'm letting you take the reins. Oh, you were all about it then. (laughs) I'm sure I will be, I just, I don't remember all that much. (laughs) So here's what I was thinking, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we did the finals on the uh, Beat the Geek game, then one of the questions Actually, two of the questions that I asked were about items listed on eBay. I asked about the Paul Stanley memorabilia, you know, which, what's the most expensive thing. And as I got it open in front of me right now, rest assured that Paul Stanley autographed boot from Psycho Circus, it's still available for 11500 bucks. <laughs> wow. And also the Kiss <clears throat> Paul Stanley Animalized and Asylum Tour Pants. They're still on there. Only seven thousand two hundred fifty bucks. They wow. could be yours, but I thought you know that's pretty cool. We looked at the Gene Simmons thing, and I thought that's far out. If I wouldn't to happen to be on here looking for a outside the box trivia question about Kiss, I would have never seen a picture of Gene Simmons drawn by Michael Jackson and autographed by both. That's pretty wild. That's insane. And when I saw that, I was like, this is unbelievable. And then it got me thinking, you know what? Kissmas in July is over. Can we do that with a bunch of our favorite bands and just go on eBay and see what's out there? Because then it becomes kind of a treasure hunt because you're finding weird things like Paul Stanley's spangly pants. Spangly pants? 
That's they're totally. If if he had listed them as Spangly pants, they'd have probably sold already. Yeah, I was ready to get my wallet out right there. <laughs> I'm all about some Spangly pants. Here's a new thing on the Paul Stanley. It's a Kiss signed pinball machine back glass from the classic pinball machine. Oh, it's wow. the the big picture of the glass on the game, yeah. and it's autographed by all four members. $5,999.99. You should you should you should try to have me guess what the price is. <laughs> we just invented another game show. <laughs> I know, well, I'm just, just cuz I'm thinking what would that go for? <laughs> Closest bidder without going over. <laughs> yeah, let's see if I can if I can get it within like $500. Okay, cool. We'll do that. So okay. then you just list me off the band or the artist, and we'll go from there. And I'll just, well, I was, I'll just hit you with them. And I wasn't, um, I wasn't look. I, and I'll do, I'll, I do troll eBay to look for certain things, but I don't look for just whatever for that artist at price high or whatever. Right, you don't usually look at what's the most expensive no. thing. You're looking for what you're looking for, and you're looking yeah. to get it as cheaply as possible. Well, so this week I was. Um, I'm trying. What I want to do, and this is just a little behind the scenes. But what I want to, what I want to do is I want to outfit my office because, like, my big four is Kiss, the Ramones, Alice Cooper, and Thin Lizzy. Okay, so right. I want to get some like really good posters of each artist and have them framed together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And ha- and have them like like. But I'm looking for specifics. I'm looking like maybe even artwork, like black and white artwork of each. Like one of Gene, one of Phil Lina, one of Alice, and one of Joey, or something like that. But uh, so I was looking for Alice Cooper this week. So let's look at Alice Cooper first. Okay, let's do it. I bet she's got something really weird and cool. Probably with Alice Cooper, I'm guessing it's something autographed. Maybe, maybe something he wore on stage, or like a sword or some shit. Wow, what is it? This is a lot set. Of 549 Alice Cooper and Hollywood Vampires guitar picks from 1986 to 2020. That's the highest thing? Yes, because it tells you. Well, think about this. This is guitar picks. This is a massive. Somebody really had to either have access or somehow, some way put this collection together as a fan. Right. So, I mean, what does that make it worth? If it's complete guitar picks from 1986 to 2020, right um, now, there's zero bids on it. Um, $3,000. You're not even close. It's on it's sale higher? currently. You can buy it now. $22,800 plus 250 to ship. That's nuts. For guitar picks? 549 of them. Yeah, but I mean, but they're all from 86 on. Like if it was stuff right, from the yeah. early, if it was the early days, I could see that. What is this? Okay, there's something else on here. Let me check this out. I got to open this up because I can't really tell what it is. It says, vintage, extremely rare, Alice Cooper, 1973, Muscle of Love. Oh, nice. Muscle of Love sailor shirt only given out to band members and a few radio stations in 1973 for the release wow. of the album. That's that's cooler than the picks. Yeah, that is rare. How much, Chris? Uh, eighteen thousand. 
Wow, see this one, you're getting a deal. It's seven thousand five hundred bucks. Yeah, whoever is selling those picks, they're not gonna get no twenty two thousand dollars for that shit. Yeah, and it's only ten bucks to ship it. That's cool, man. That's that's really cool. Nice. I'd like so to it was have only, that. Only, was it a, it's band member owned or what? I don't know where it's from. It's it's either a radio station or a band member. One of the wow. two. I've never even heard of that. Let's see. Next is uh, Alice Cooper trash tour jacket, hand signed by Alice Cooper, his family, and the band. Wow. And then let's see. Oh wow! Here's an old poster from 1973. Fifteen hundred bucks. It's kind of like that stuff, you know. Where are you going to get it? Somebody, yeah, it, somebody so held on to this. Yeah, eBay is the best place for like that rare type stuff. All right, so why don't we do Thin Lizzy? Okay. I was curious. I was hoping you'd have Thin Lizzy on your list here. Well, of course. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Wow. I can already t- tell this episode's going to make me go broke, probably. <laughs> One single item on this episode could make us gro- go broke. Yeah, most likely. Especially this one. You're never going to guess, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. Uh-huh. You can buy it right now, $391.53 to have it shipped from the UK at a meager price of $26,102. One of Phil's bases? No. It's an original Thin Lizzy gold disc, Johnny the Fox album, hmm. to Gangster Jimmy the Weed. It's the, there it must have been like an actual, actual one. Yeah. Of the gold disc for that album. $26,000? $26,000. Wow. Does it say who it's presented to? Let me open it up and see what it says. I was curious who, who received it. Oh, wow. The one and only genuine and original Thin Lizzy gold disc, Johnny the Fox album, dedicated to the infamous Manchester gangster Jimmy the Weed. To celebrate the sales of 250,000 albums of the 1971 album, as can be seen in the photos. Presented to Jimmy by Phil Linett's mother, Philomena. Philomena. It can be seen in the photos at her showbiz hotel. The Clifton Grange Hotel, Wally Range, Manchester which provided much inspiration over the young Phil as it inspired his music and lyrics immensely while rubbing shoulders with the likes of footballers including the legendary George Best, famous sportsmen, celebrities, entertainers, and show stars, gangsters, and regular drinking guests late into Mm. the night and early mornings. So this was something out of Philomena's collection. So that's a big deal. Apparently, according to this, it's the only yeah. one in existence. Yeah, yeah that's she, a she, that's a pretty pat- fair price, then, right? Yeah, I mean, I could see a collector paying that. I mean, she she died, I think, two years ago. I think maybe last year. But yeah, she's she kind of like you know held the torch for Phil after he passed. Yeah. So that that's a that's a very cool item. Well, if by the time you're listening to this, you can get the bidding started at twenty thousand dollars right now. Fire Jesus. it up. And then send it over here. I'll hang it right in the studio. It'll look great. No, you and me, you and me will fight for that. <laughs> one. 
Although that's not my that's one of my least favorite Thin Lizzy records to be honest with really? you. Really? I like that yeah. one too. I like it, but it, if I'm ranking them, it's near the bottom for me. All right, let's see what's next. It's a it's a poster. Oh, nice. This is wow. This is some of that stuff like in your life. How many times have you passed by something that at the time seemed worthless? That if you'd have grabbed it and kept it in pristine condition. And then now in 2020, pulled it out and found it and said, holy shit, this is worth something. This would be stuff like this. It's uh, Santana, Thin Lizzy, Chicago, Rory Gallagher. It's a poster from the Karlsruhe Rock Festival in 1977. Wow. You know, somebody grabbed that and held on to it, and that's awesome. Because today, they're selling it for 5000 bucks. Damn, that's well. You, although that that appeals to multiple fan bases, so they'll sure. probably get it. And again, something like that, where are you going to get it? Something yeah. authentic. You won't really want something authentic. You're going to have to pay some kind of price like that for it. Uh, the next thing that's above a grand is Thin Lizzy Phil Linet's actual bass guitar pick guard and scratch oh. plate, or they got it inside of a frame. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. How much for that? For that, ooh, ten grand maybe. Eighteen hundred bucks. Eight for shit. I might buy that. <laughs> well, yeah, your wife's gonna <laughs> love that. Well, yeah, it's easy to say until I have to actually pull the trigger. Yeah, it's but, in a frame. Damn. It's in a frame. They got a uh, Thin Lizzy Live and Dangerous album inside the frame with it, and then it's got a little subscription underneath it that says the original scratch plate from Phil Lynott's bass. Damn, that's amazing. $1,800? And it's beat to shit. That's even cooler. Yeah, it's super cool looking. Wow, that's their last tour also. That's badass. Damn. Very cool. That's a, I, I got to question the legitimacy of it if it's that cheap, though. Um, Hang on, let me see what it says about it. Maybe it says how they got it. That's some. That's kind of cool, too. You know, you look at the story of it. Yeah, because to me that that should go for more than the Johnny the Fox album. I mean, that should go for more than everything. Let's see, Phil Linet's bass guitar original scratch plate pick guard, a frame display containing Phil Linet's actual used bass guitar scratch plate. It is a genuine item from the respected music memory memorabilia auction. The guard on the bass must have been replaced at some time for a newer one as it has lost some of its foil backing, so no longer has the desired effect of reflecting like a mirror in some areas, likely why Phil had it replaced. There are numerous photos online of Phil playing his black bass guitar with scratch plates like this. Maybe this actual one. I'm unsure how often they would get replaced. A display containing Phil Linet's bass guitar scratch plate. If you are wanting letters from the guitar techs, etc., photos of Phil standing with the used plate, etc., I do not have that kind of provenance. I will provide a letter from myself describing the fact that I bought it at an auction and have sold it to you in my eBay memorabilia shop. So it's questionable. A little questionable. That's, that's probably why the price is so – because if that was legit, i got to think Thin Lizzy collectors would pay a lot more than $1,800 for that. Even if he knows it is that he's not one hundred, he got no way to one hundred percent prove it. Yeah. Other than photos going, look, you know, it's the exact same thing. 
But I yeah. mean, again, you know, maybe that's why it's a little lower. Yeah, that's pretty. That's wild. It's I'd badass though. That. It looks cool. It, like I said, it's it's all beat to shit. And it looks like something Phil Lineout would have beat the hell yeah. out of. Yeah, he would always use these mirrored pick guards, and they'd have the spotlight hit his base, and it would flash all over the audience. Yeah, and you see here where it's all scuffed off there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, what else should we check out? How about some ACDC? Oh, let's do Ramones. Okay, but then we're doing ACDC. Okay. What's the Ramones' most rarest on eBay in the music memorabilia? I would think it would be like maybe one of Johnny's most right guitars, but or or a leather jacket. Uh, let's see, Don Ramone watches. That's not what we're looking for. <laughs> All right, here we go. R a m o n e s Ramones. You sound just like Lemmy. All right, the most expensive thing for the Ramones. <laughs> is a Didi Ramone original painting of the Sex Pistols Johnny Rotten. Oh boy. This is pretty wild. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> Hang on, let me open this up one time and look at this cuz this is kind of yeah. funny. Sometimes the gold is in the descriptions. So it's got, it's, yeah, it's got Didi Ramone written right on it, so that's no doubt. So it's a picture of Johnny Rotten. He's got the microphone in his hand. He's got his spike bracelets on. He's got his swastika T-shirt on. He's got a belt on. He ain't got no pants on, and he's got a little tiny boner. <laughs> Up for auction is a hand-painted and signed painting by Didi Ramone, and wife Barbara Ramone, a.k.a. Barbara Zampini, of the Sex Pistols singer Johnny Rotten. The person who previously owned this painting sold a whole bunch of Didi paintings back to Barbara and the Didi Ramone estate. Anyway, Didi paintings used to be very easy to get a hold of, not so much anymore. I think Barbara may re-own a lot, which is great, so she can do shows for everyone to enjoy them. This one is very unique. The subject matter is obviously pertinent. A painting by a Ramon of a sex pistol. It doesn't get any better than that. There are fewer and fewer Didi Ramon paintings out there. They are great investments and are only going to go up in value. Really, this is a piece that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But it would probably look pretty darn good on your wall, too. I don't know if the <laughs> Hall of Fame wants a painting of a uh, little wiener. <laughs> Johnny Rotten hung like a three-year-old. That's what it looks like. That's funny. Well, you know that that was intentional because, like, the Ramones really resented the Sex Pistols. Yeah. It's kind of cool. They hated them. You know, for being a one-of-a-kind thing. How much much would you pay for it? Not what I would or what somebody else would pay for it. Um, Five grand. Yeah, got it for $6,666.66. Ah, uh, that's intentional. With eighty-five bucks to ship, eh, it's pretty cool, I, I guess. But is then, it, is then it a good gotta, painting? I'm not looking at it. Eh, not really. You know, it's <laughs> it's not really something. It's something that you would hang on your wall and then have to explain to people what it is before they got any preconceived notions about it. Because what you got is, you know, 
it's a punk rock looking dude with a swastika is the first thing. So right away you go, Hey, hey, before you get any ideas about me, I just want you to know that <laughs> I didn't paint that. That's a Didi Ramon painting and I don't hang it because I'm a Nazi. And, uh, yeah, don't, don't look at that. Yeah. Have you, um, did you know Didi Ramon put out a rap album? Yeah. We talked about that on beat the geek not too long ago with that oh, okay. trivia question. Have you heard it? I never really wanted, was interested in hearing it. Everyone listening, go on YouTube and look up D.D. King. D.D. King, listen. that's what it was. Yes. And listen, listen, especially listen to the song called, uh, it's called Funky <laughs> or Funky Boy or something like It's It's, it's got, I love D.D. Ramon, trust me, but him as a rapper just did not work. And it's one of the, look up the video for the song. It's called Funky Man, I think is what it's called. And, uh. It's one of the worst videos ever made. Wow. Yeah. I recommend you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like horrible movies, so that's why I'm recommending it. All right. So the next most expensive thing in here is a Ramones framed rocket to Russia. Looks like a poster of the cover of the album, and it's individually autographed. Oh, wow. Three grand, pretty close. Four. Wow, I'd love to own that. See, this is what I like right here. This is pretty cool. It's a Marky Ramon signed leather jacket. Rock and roll history authenticity. Oh well, I thought maybe it was something. Maybe it is something he wore. It's possible. What two grand? No. Thousand. Thirty-five hundred. Ooh, wow. So it must be something he wore then. Probably is. Marky wasn't an original though, right? No, he well he replaced Tommy yeah. um late seventies. But he was still I mean Marky was on a lot of the biggest records. Yeah. But, uh, right. Mar Marky's and I hate to say this, like for like the classic era, Marky's the only one left. And then CJ came on board and well Richie came on board for Too Tough to Die. And uh so it's really just drum two drummers and a bass player. Because CJ replaced uh, Dee Dee. All right. This says here that this is a Marky Ramon autographed leather jacket. Authenticity by the JSA. One of a kind, unique item. Commando jacket. Ramon's trademark. Oh, nice. Oh. So that's a it's a Ramon's leather jacket autographed by Marky. That would be cool. And it's pretty damn cool looking for sure. I would definitely wear that. I really Marky Ramon is as just for selfish reasons is that one of, he's, he's near the top of my wish list for rock and pod. Yeah, well, you got a year from now. Get it together, man. I I would love to meet the man. All right, let's see what else we got. Um Ramon's 1980 autographed UK concert poster. Oh, that's cool. That's got to be rare. It's got to be hard to find stuff autographed by the band because right. most of them are gone. Because it would have had to have been autographed a long time ago, like this, 1980, in the UK. Somebody tore down this poster, got it autographed, and held onto it for all these years. And for that, yeah. I say it's worth at least 1500 bucks. That's the type of stuff I would want to own from the Ramones. Yeah, that's what it's selling for right now. That's cool awesome. stuff. Yeah, lots of so concert posters. Oh, what's, what is this? Demented Dolls, the Ramones, all four. Johnny, Dee Dee, Tommy, Joey, Ramone. Let me open this up and see what the heck this is. 
Did you know the Ramones had action figures? I had no idea. Let's see what it says. They're cool. I'm not. I'm not surprised. They're I mean, cool they, looking. They, yeah, they have a definite character look to them. Demented dolls. The Ramones. All four. All four are print run number one. The Tommy doll is autographed by Tommy. All are in mint unopened packages. Each doll is 18 inches tall, except for Joey. He's 20 inches tall. They're anatomically <laughs> correct. <laughs> That's funny. These rarely come up for sale individually. I've never seen a full set before offered for sale. I don't understand what they're made out of, though. They they are, yeah, I don't know. They're cool looking, whatever they are. That's cool. I like that. 1400 bucks mm. for all four of them, but they are in the original packaging. See, again, there, there's something somebody got a hold of way back in the day and was smart enough to go, you know what? I'm going to buy four of them to play with, and I'm going to buy four of them to put away. And I'm not yeah, going to open that box till year 2020. Even, even with Kiss, I don't. I mean, I for anyone that wants to buy that type of you know action figures, I mean, knock yourself out. I just never was attracted to that to the toy thing. I just don't just does nothing for me. Oh, geez, I was just having an adventure with my Psycho Circus action figures before we got on this call. I, I don't begrudge you. Have fun. <laughs> I mean, if you're having an orgasm, that's a problem. But have fun. Oh man, that's awesome. All it's right, just video, see. audio, print. That's all. I'm good with all of that. But like toys and stuff, I just never got into that. All right, let's see what's going on with ACDC in the music memorabilia most expensive category on eBay. This is fun. Yeah, I remember most dolls were something else. All right, the most expensive ACDC item. Schoolboy uniform. Nope. <laughs> It's an ACDC for those about to rock tour program with all five signatures on it. Hmm. How much do you pay for it? Two mm, K. And get it for eight. Eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars. That's too much. I don't know where else you're gonna get it. No, it's cool, but damn. With all five wow. autographs on it. If it were from the Bond years and had Bond's autograph, I could see that. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, here you go. This is what you're after. ACDC Mega Rare signed postcard. Bond Scott, Angus, Malcolm Young, Phil, Mark. Comes from the UK in 1976. Wow. And that's all it is. It's just a blank old postcard, black and white. But it's got writing all over it. What, 10K? Uh, it was ten thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, but now you can get it for a mere six thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars ninety nine cents. Fifteen bucks to ship from Serbia. Serbia. Yeah. How does that wind up in Serbia? Who knows? <laughs> There's collectors of weird stuff everywhere. That's wild. Oh, here you go, man. This is cool. I like this. ACDC original Bon Scott personal backstage pass. The Who Wembley concert, nineteen seventy nine. That's badass. So, Bon Scott goes to see the Who, and this is his artist all access pass. Unless they were opening for the Who, but it says right on there it's the Who, and then underneath in red it says Bon Scott, ACDC, Wembley Stadium, August eighteenth, nineteen seventy nine. That's not too far. That's not too long before he died, right? Yeah. 
There's 42 watchers on it. It was $9,999. What do you think it's worth now? Oh, it was that much? Yeah, but it's dropped down a little bit. I'll say seven. $5,599. It's also from Serbia. So what date? Wait, what? So I'm going to look this up now because we're doing this free forum. So what was the date of the concert? Uh, The date of the concert was August 18th, 1979. So was he, died, he died in February of eighty. So that was that was Half near the end of his later, life. Yeah. Was uh, wow. Was ACDC playing a show with the Who, or was he there as a guest? Let's see. Um, Wembley, nineteen seventy nine. Right, yep. August eighteenth. Oh no, they yeah ACDC. Oh, it was the Who, the Stranglers, ACDC, and Nils Lofgren. Wow. Wow, what a lineup. Yeah, that's weird. Well, there you go. That's that's pretty cool. That's a one-of-a-kind thing. Only one of those were made for that day yeah. in August of 1979 in the U.K. That's really it, cool. Yeah, there's a cool uh, picture of the poster, too. It says, The Who and Friends Roar In. Yeah, it's got a picture of Lion Dude on it. That's awesome. Man, imagine being at that show. That's pretty cool. I wonder how they got that pass. Yeah, that's a hell of a collector's item right there. Man, there's somebody in Serbia that's got some cool ACDC stuff. Yeah, no shit. Uh, The next thing is uh, Back in Black LP autographed by 4 Plus members, I guess it says. 4K. 4 Plus Phil Rudd. Was it 4,000? Yeah, the rest of this stuff is just uh, autographs then. Uh, Yeah. 5500 bucks or best offer. You could probably get it well, for four. And, like, this is a good time to have this conversation because, like, eBay is great, but it's also – it's a breeding ground for counterfeiters. Yeah. Especially, like – and I've gotten really good at, at looking at, at knowing, like, for KISS stuff, I'm pretty well versed on what their autographs look like. And KISS's autographs have changed from the 70s to now. So – you have to look at the time frame that the autograph is supposed to be from, because Gene, Gene especially signs his autograph different now than he did in the seventies. Yeah, but there's there's a there are so many fakes out there, and I hate to say this, but if you're looking at getting autographs, you, either you get them in person or you probably shouldn't bother because it's right. it's it's just counterfeits everywhere. And it, that kind of thing doesn't really matter to me because the only time I ever really ask for autographs is for my CDs. But that's for my collection, you know, and I like right. to go, hey, look at this one. It's got so-and-so signed it, you know, And but that's part of my collection, so it's special to me. But I just, you know, if if I got a CD sitting there and it's the same exact thing and one's autographed and one's not and the one is 100 bucks and the other one is, is 20 I'm just going to get the 21 every time because it's only special to me if I seen somebody sign it. And then it doesn't matter if it's authenticated or not because it's just for me anyway. Right. Yeah. If you get an autograph, get it for yourself. Never yeah. Don't get it to look at it as an investment because there's so many fakes out there. And it's like, you know, good luck trying to actually get money for it. And like actually not to go off on a tangent, but like, you know, you're familiar with the 30 for 30 series that ESPN does. Yeah. So they do these things called 30 for 30 shorts where they're like, you know, 30 minutes long or whatever. They're like just little mini series on sports stories. There's If you haven't watched it, and like if you're into collecting autographs, watch a thing called The Counterfeiter. And it's about like, 
I don't know if you were ever big into baseball collecting, but you probably remember like in the late late 80s, early 90s, like autograph and baseball collecting just blew up. Yeah. Like it was it was everywhere. And it's a story about a guy who was a a counterfeiter, him and his partner. And this guy got so good at writing like Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio autographs. And he started doing them for every like autograph collecting just kind of hit a boom in that time. And this got these guys literally made like probably around a hundred million dollars wow. just faking autographs. I suppose, and, and then you just run them off to sign as many as you can, and yep. run them off to every small little show across the country. You give somebody yep. that you think they're make them feel like they're getting a great deal, and yeah. they're really getting ripped off. Well, yeah, and the guy Lame. they interview the guy that that did all the signing, and he viewed it as an art form, and he was like, "Well, I got so good at doing it that." I thought I was, you know, giving a service to where these people were happy with the autographs they were getting. It's like, hey, numb nuts, you're not Joe DiMaggio. You're yeah, not Mickey Mantle. What the fuck? You, he knew better. There ain't no way you can say, well, I'm just the guy drawing the, the autograph on there. I don't know what they do with it after I'm done with it. I just do oh. this because I'm good at it. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And the FBI, you know, raided his house and they, they you know, they got to the bottom of it, but – there's still there's still counterfeits everywhere, but like yeah. it was, it was staggering the amount of fake stuff that was out there. And I'm sure I have a you know that was when me and my dad would go out to shows and, and buy stuff, and I collected autographs. And I'm sure that probably half of my own collection is probably fake shit, it's probably signed by that guy. Yeah, you never know. See, and that's and that's what sucks too, because I mean, if you ever do get the op- opportunity to get an autograph from somebody you admire, do you want to be like, okay, thanks for the autograph, man. That was great. Can you sign this letter of authenticity for me? <laughs> right. Don't like I said, don't view it as an investment. View it as something just for you. Right. Yeah, because if you're looking at to to sell it again, then it might as well be fake. Yeah, it looks like a lot of the rest of this ACDC stuff is just autographed. Um, Let's do Metallica. Okay. Yeah, that ought to be good. I bet there's some expensive-ass stuff on there for them. We have to do Vinnie Vincent before we're done. <laughs> be a lot of bad reviews. I know. I need. I still need to sell off all my old stuff for, of his that he signed. Because I'm sure any some of you listening, if you want to buy some, my Vinnie Vincent signed stuff, I'll uh, I'll happily sell it to you. There you go. You're cutting out the middleman. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell it to you direct. It'll be the scorn promoters package. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, this first thing that comes up. It's not Metallica, but it's got Metallica listed with it because they think they think Metallica fans really dig, really dig this. But uh, wow, it's cool as hell! It's ten thousand dollars. What is it? Danzig Dagger Letter Opener, original promo, rare Geiger. So it's H- this H-R Geiger letter opener. Yeah, it's this steel Danzig looking like knife thing let me open it up and see what it says about it that is damn cool for ten thousand dollars it better be i guess a ten thousand dollar letter opener (laughs) holy shit okay here's what it says about it danzig dagger letter opener here's one of the holy grail items of danzig memorabilia this is 100 percent original danzig Danzig Dagger Letter Opener. 
I don't know how many of these were produced, but I do know I've seen only one or two for sale on eBay in the last 20-plus years. These were promo-only items issued to band, crew, record company folks, friends of the band, and industry folks. The dagger is two-sided with a crossed skull on both sides. I'm not selling it cheap, and it's probably only going to be listed once. It's in excellent condition, as it's aged a nice patina developed. Oh yeah, that was who taught us the word patina? Was it? Uh, that was Anthony uh, from from uh, Red Dragon Cartel. That's right, and Lynch Mob. That's right, <laughs> patina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. patina. <laughs> if it weren't for him, I'd have no idea what that means. <laughs> well, it, not for him, for me, because I have to watch all those HGTV shows with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it has a beautiful patina. Well, this one definitely does. It's cool as hell. I'd love to have it. Hang that thing up on the wall. It's just steel. Yeah, but a $10,000 letter opener? No, I mean, it would be a wall decoration for sure. But, yeah, ten grand. Woo. But like you said, it's if it's a damn near one of a kind item that never comes up. All right, let's <laughs> let's scroll down a minute. That's they hijacked the Metallica here. Um, okay, wow. So this is a full Metallica collection. Somebody's selling off everything, everything. something they've collected forever. There's shirts, books, albums, CDs, posters. Is it okay if I look these up with you? Yeah. Because it's bugging me that I can't look at what you're looking at. I thought you were looking at them with me. No, I've been like trying to be surprised, but I want to see it too. So you're just doing Metallica, and then you're doing you're doing it at price highest to lowest. Uh, music memorabilia. Music. All right, let me make sure I'm doing it the same way you are. Or entertainment memorabilia. Uh, no, it says music memorabilia. I don't have that as an option for category. Just put in Metallica, and maybe it'll. I think it comes up in the search. Well, it does, but it doesn't have music. It has music, music instruments, and gear, but it has entertainment memorabilia. Hmm. I guess try that and see what it brings up. Mine says music memorabilia on it. That's weird. Um, hang on. I just want to see what you're saying. Price, shipping, plus shipping, highest to lowest. <laughs> what I get is the... T- oh, my God. Can I derail us for a second? Because this is funny. So I did it in entertainment memorabilia, and the highest price thing is the Howard Stern Fartman costume. Oh, yeah, from yeah. The I was 1992 gonna, MT Video Music Awards. I was going to tell you about that. I saw that on Holy there because shit. when I was looking up the Kiss stuff for those trivia questions, it brought that up. It's the actual Fartman costume from it the is. MTV Awards show that year. That's amazing. I remember watching that live when it happened. What was the price on that again? $174,000. Yeah, but see, now there you go. That's a one-of-a-kind thing right there. And how the hell did they get a hold of it? You know, after he wore it, what did he do? Just take it off and throw it away? And somebody was like, holy shit. I'm looking at the description. Yeah, the Uh, fart man costume. That's badass. Yeah, and there's interesting trivia on this because when it happened live, the person that was on stage presenting the award was actually Luke Perry from 90210. Yeah, yeah. But but if you watch private parts, they changed it where it's John Stamos. Huh. I wonder why they did that. I think I'm thinking Luke Perry didn't want to be involved with the movie. 
Yeah, maybe, or maybe he couldn't, or maybe it was a favor to John Stamos. Yep. $174,000. But again, that's a one-of-a-kind thing right there. And then the second thing I find is Metallica 1996 load tour signed stage used autographed. What is this? $29,000. What is this? Yeah, I don't see that at all. It's like, oh, it's a shirt. It's like a camouflage shirt signed by the whole band. Like a uh, camouflage signed pick like shirt or something. Oh yeah, it's like a auto like a camouflage jacket, but it's got like the the little logo thing from the binge and purge era drawn on there. Yep. And they wrote Metallica and there's Lars and there's Jason and all the autographs are on there, James. Hell yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but is it twenty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars cool? It's one of a kind. I give it that. I love it. It says or best offer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I see the letter opener now. Yeah, that letter opener is pretty damn cool. And then down below that, you got a whole Metallica collection. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, looking at that now. Wow, this dude has an amazing collection. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, lots of cool Metallica. Looks like a lot of autographs from here down. Josh Toomey approves. Look at this. Scroll down a little further. It's a Metallica Lars 2003 bobblehead. Stevenson's Entertainment Group. It's an error. $4,999. I got to look and see what makes it so special. Uh, Let's see. So I had this since day one. Get it? One? One of my favorite Metallica songs. Anyway, I have this in my possession. It's a first-run error Lars bobblehead from 2003. I have literally never seen another. The error is the Metallica logo is missing from the drum set. That seems like the one that's not an error would be worth more. <laughs> Couldn't you just peel the sticker off and then say, hey, it's rare? What is this group sign? Jump in the fire, rare picture disc. That's pretty cool. Yeah, lots of the signed drum heads. I think you're going to find the autographs and stuff are pretty, pretty normal on any one of these. Who else you want to look up? But like like I said, buyer beware with with autograph stuff, guys. I mean, it's if you want to spend that kind of money, great. But like, you don't know, you never know for sure on eBay if it's real or not. I really want to wear that fart man costume to Rock and Pod twenty twenty one. Oh my god, I'm tempted to pay for it just so you'll do that. Um, <laughs> I wonder if the do, exploding farts still work. Let's do rat. Let's see if there's any cool rat stuff on here. It wants to correct to Rat Trap. <laughs> Nineteen eighty four oh, wow. poster, man, that's cool. Let me find, let me go to highest. Oh yeah, nineteen eighty four Rat poster, nine thousand dollars. That's badass, though. It's not like wow. you can just go to go to your local where whatever people go to nowadays, Walmart or Target, and get you a Rat poster. It's cool, but that much money, damn. How many of these do you think are still in existence? Probably not many. I always think back to that story that uh, Vincent told us about walking out of the walking out of his work that day and finding all that kiss stuff in the dumpster. Oh wow! You know, and then you look at something like that, which this poster is truly badass, and I would definitely hang that in my studio in a second. Do I got nine thousand dollars to spend on a poster? No, hell no. I got. A little closer to cover the shipping at $4.65, but, man, that yeah. is cool. 
this is cool. They've got an autograph signed rat self-titled EP with the entire band and Tawny Katane signed it. Nice. So even Robin Crosby signed it. So that and that's rare. Eight hundred bucks. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. With Tawny Katane even. That those are her legs. That's true. A lot of people don't know that. Not a lot of rat stuff in here. Autographed guitar. Not really. Warren D. Martini and Stephen Piercy autographs. You want to try Motley Crue? Oh, Motley Crue's got to have some cool shit, I bet. They've got some pretty expensive stuff on here. Well, so Motley Crue, shipping highest and lowest. Uh, the highest thing is the Tommy Lee Motley Crue own Warren signed 92 MTV Rock and Shock softball jersey. Got in the frame and everything with pictures of them wearing it. Yeah, $11,655. You know what? That's that's one of a kind. You know, it's, it's I don't know. I guess to the right person. That's, that's what it comes down to with these things. Yeah. To the right person, that's something that's badass awesome. Me, well, I don't see it so much. I mean, it is cool because it's a one of a kind thing, and you're never ever going to find anybody else on the entire planet that's got one. Yeah, but it's well, a '92 Rock and Jock softball jersey. Well, and I'll say the you like this really shows like in the early '90s, rock and roll was so popular on MTV that they even did a softball game with rock stars called Rock and Jock. Like, that's how popular it was that they even televised that. Yeah. You know, and I, I used to have a ball watching that stuff. I remember, like, watching Janie Lane and Brett Michaels and a bunch of the guys we grew up listening to play in the softball game. They were all from the Midwest, so they were pretty good at it. Yeah. I think even Gene Simmons played in one of these games, if I'm remembering right. Wow. Not that he was good, but... Um, there's a Motley Crue is back signed guitar. That's pretty cool. It's got girls, girls, girls printed all over it. It's got. Uh, it's classic. It's got the whole band on it. What's uh? Was that ten thousand bucks? Yep, I got a BC Rich signed by the band on there. But check these out: Tommy That's Lee cool. owned and concert worn pants. Hmm. I think those are legit. If they look like something Tommy Lee would wear. Is there a big enough crotch for his dick? <laughs> well, it's it's a tied you you tie it. It's like lacing your shoes in the front. So yeah, definitely. What else we That's got here? Twenty fifteen Motley Crue final tour show end lot set guitar picks coin pin cups book all kinds of stuff. So this is like the press kit, like I guess. Lot. Which I never got into collecting um, guitar picks, did you? Eh, not collecting them, but if I had one thrown my way, I would definitely snatch it up. Yeah, I still have a Paul Stanley guitar pick from my first Kiss show at Hot in the Shade Tour. still have that. Nice. I got an Ace Frehley one. If you look down a little further, there's a Motley Crue signed by Tommy Lee, Vince Neil, Nikki Six, Mick Mars. It's a drum head, but it's got Alistair Fiend on it. And that comes with the letter of authenticity, 3,499. That's pretty cool. But word to the wise, letters of authenticity. I can print up a letter of authenticity on my computer. Yeah. So so you got to be careful with this stuff, guys. 
So you get a little further down, it's all autographs there too. Yeah, autographs are usually what goes for the most, which is what scares me. Now talking about <laughs> Warren and Janie Lane, let's put in Janie Lane one time and see what comes we'll do up. do that. Janie Lane, let's do that. Let's see what comes up. Warrant original it, band signed autographed drum head for a thousand bucks. And looks like that's it. And then there's a cherry pie picture desk with the whole band sign. That's what, weird. What other bands? I guess there ain't no cool Janie Lane stuff out there on the eBay. Did we, so we did Kiss on the Kiss with in July, right? Uh, we did Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Let's, just do, let's do Kiss and see what comes up. There's a lot of stuff that's not Kiss-related that shows up here. Huh. The first thing I got come up on mine is original art Michael Golden, Kiss Psycho Circus comic number three. See, I'm not art. seeing that. The, that's the first $25,000. The first Kiss-related thing I get is the original's lunchbox for $25,000. But how can that be? That's not... That's not a that's newer, isn't thing. it? Yeah, that's like a '90s thing. Unless it's really rare, I guess I've never seen it. No. And then there's a '70s Bally pinball machine. There's a '70s Bally pinball machine for 25k. Yeah. Now I'd love to. I'd love to own one of the pinball machines. I always have. All right. Here's the poster that you need for your room. It's a Kiss original 1975 Dress to Kill tour poster from October 22nd. In Birmingham, England. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Ten fucking thousand dollars. But so badass. Oh, it's a great poster. That is so cool. I wonder if that's legit. That has to be for that kind of money. Municipal Auditorium in Birmingham. Unless it was Alabama. Uh, I think it was Alabama. Yeah, I bet it is. Maybe it is. Yeah, they they weren't in the UK yet in 75. Um, 75 or 76. I don't know. Birmingham Municipal Audit. Let me look that up. Because now it's going to bug me until I look it up. It is a very cool poster. I really like that with the purple. It almost kind of has like a, a Creatures of the Night feel to it way back in 1975. That's a good eye you have because you notice, all right, notice the the logo, the KISS logo on this. Uh-huh. They reuse that logo during the Creatures era. Nice. Maybe that's what like, it was. Where it's like glass and three-dimensional. And I love the pictures from that photo shoot, too. And here it's kind of done over like a painting, but it's got like the dagger in Pete's hand and it's glistening and all that. That is a really cool poster. You yeah, need those that are, for your um, room. That's the Rayanne Rubenstein sessions. Yeah. And she actually lives here in Nashville now. Really? Yeah. If you go to the Jewish Community Center in Nashville... Like they've displayed her work, but oh, she did wow. all the red. Like the remember the red background sessions from that era? Yeah, yeah. She did all those photos, including the Paul Bandit makeup sessions. Wow, I wonder if and she's she, got any good memories from those times. Well, not so much. In, well, and this is me really peeling the curtain back, but I'll go ahead and do it. Chase this one already? Well, I was going to, but our friend Ross Radley, who's doing the Magic Kiss book that mm-hmm. we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross actually flew here to Nashville to buy a whole bunch of photos from her to put in the book. And, um, I contacted him. I'm like, well, you knew, you said she lived in Nashville. We'd love to have him, have her on decibel geek before Christmas in July. And he said, well, her memory is not what it used to be. Yeah. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it at that. Okay. But, um, but she, um, but yeah, she has, she still has a lot of that old stuff. 
That's cool. And there's the famous Michael Jackson drawing of Gene Simmons and the famous spangly oh, pants. So the Michael Jackson thing didn't get sold yet, huh? No, it's got 13 watchers. 13 people are thinking about spending ten grand on that. If I had that kind of money, I would buy it just because it's so unique. If I had that kind of money, I think I'd rather spend the ten grand on the poster from Birmingham. Yeah, probably. But it's just so weird to have Michael Jackson and Gene's autograph on the same thing in a picture that Gene drew, that Michael drew of Gene. Mm-hmm. See, and it's one thing to be like a one-of-a-kind item, but then it's a totally different thing to be like there was only one of these ever made. Like you look at that poster, as cool as it is, there was multiples of those made, and there may be more than one. But this, yeah. the, the Michael Jackson weird thing. That's one of a kind. There's no doubt that there's never, ever anything like that ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Oh, dude, scroll down a little bit further. Spangly this, pants. No, look at this. Uh, it's an Ivanez Paul Stanley PS2CM purple cracked mirror guitar, and it's $10,000. Hey, He's wait playing. a minute. I got this belt buckle. Do I have a Kiss belt buckle that's worth $7,000? I doubt wait, it. Wait, which one is it? Oh, no, it's Large Kiss Collection, vintage and original. Uh, and it's got a picture of the belt buckle. I told you, though, that belt buckle that you have, you could probably get a couple of hundred bucks off of it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, easily. I just keep it. Oh, it, I, it looks cool I see up on the, the shelf uh, here. I see the Paul Stanley animalized in asylum tour spangly pants. Spangly pants. $7,250. 61 watchers. So 61 people want to get in Paul Stanley's pants. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's more than that. Yeah. Just ones that are, the ones that are committed to doing it for $10,000. I'm not gonna lie. If I had the money, I'd probably buy it because, like that, these are what he was wearing during the Animalized Live Uncensored video that I used to watch on repeat. Here's something for the listeners out there: if you guys can round up together to cover seven thousand two hundred fifty dollars plus three hundred ninety-five dollars to ship, Chris Sinzak will wear these spangly ass pants at Rock and Pod 2021. If I get to own them, sure, I'll do it. I can see you in a Thin Lizzy T-shirt and these pants. We want people to come to the convention. <laughs> oh, they will to see these pants and you wearing them. Uh, I'll drive people out of the room with that. Let's see what's Let's... this Kiss Love Gun promotional display from 1977. I'll see that one. Casablanca complete unused with box. So that this was the setup they would have put up in. Oh wow! So this was one. That would have got sent to a record store as a display to get set up. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, this one never did. So it's in the original plastic and in the box that it got shipped in. Maybe That's they got two lot. of them or something. 5000 like, bucks. That's cool, though. Yeah, I know there's like um, Unmasked. They did like these cubes with the album cover. Those are worth a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else am I seeing here? Somebody did a charcoal drawing of Kiss. It's okay. It don't look great. Four thousand eight hundred bucks. <laughs> so, like, we've also exposed that some stuff is way overvalued on here. Yeah. And that's about all I see for Kiss as far as really expensive stuff. That lunchbox intrigues me because I know that's got to be from the nineties. It it definitely is. I like so this let me is somebody let me open it. this up one time. Kiss the originals lunchbox. Now we know this isn't the classic 
70s Kiss lunchbox. So what the hell makes this lunchbox so special that it would be on here for $25,000? Nothing. It's somebody fishing for a payday is all it is. These came out. These were in Spencer's. Yeah, and all it says is Kiss, the original's lunchbox, shipping USPS, priority mail. Don't buy. They're hoping (laughs) that you don't know no better. Probably worth like a hundred bucks at the most. Yeah, hot topic, baby. All right, who else should we check out? How about some Aerosmith? Okay. The most expensive item for Aerosmith is. Ooh! Wow, authentic Aerosmith Joe Perry amp from the seventies, one thirty watt Music Man head. That's pretty cool. I guess I'd tell you to guess the price, but you're looking at them now. Yeah, like 25k. But it's got the little Aerosmith logo on it and everything. That's badass Ooh. right there. I remember that time when uh, Dick Wagner came to town. And oh, wow. people were asking. There was a couple of collectors there that were asking him about some of his equipment. And he had said that he'd sold some of it. And they were asking about some specific head. And he was like, you know, I still got that. And they're like, you could see him start salivating. They're yep. like, Dick, what would it take for you to, you know, part with that? And it was a pretty cool thing to watch because it was somebody that had some money that had so much respect for music history and specifically that head. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they were talking about a piece of equipment that was used during the recording of Welcome to My Nightmare. And yep. they knew and respected so much what that was that to them, you know, like us looking at this today, it's it's rock and roll archaeology in a lot of ways. You know, it's like, hey, if something should ever happen to Dick Wagner, who knows where that ends up? At least get it in the hands of somebody that's going to treat it as the piece of art and piece of history that it is you know and that's what i hope if people are buying this stuff on ebay something like that that you know if you're spending that kind of money on it you definitely got to respect what it is yeah what is this thing robert redford and steven tyler aerosmith signed computer craig bartlett intel ceo I don't know what this is. I don't know. Let me open it up. So it's a picture of Robert Redford, I guess the CEO, and Steven Tyler. They're autographing something. This is one of only two PCs of its kind in the world, and this is number one of two. Imagine owning a first of a new technology kind in an, an HP Digital Entertainment Center home entertainment PC that appreciates over time instead of depreciating as it becomes obsolete. What the fuck? So it's an old because Robert Redford looks like a reasonably young guy, and Steven Tyler as well in this picture. It's like the nineties or no, two thousand five. So it's an old ass computer that you can't use anymore. But because it's it's autographed by these guys, it's worth it. Yeah, got it. Or so they say. I don't think I'm paying nineteen thousand dollars for that. Boy, that is wild, though. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be another thing like the uh, that'd be another thing like the Ace Frehley Hall of Fame shirt hanging in your office. You're like, "Hey, what's this big black box over here?" Oh, I'm glad you asked. 
Robert Redford and Steven Tyler and the CEO from Craig Barrett Intel. It's all autograph that. I'll have you know. Is it is the Craig Barrett Intel? Right, yeah. Robert yeah. who? I'm looking through this list and like the only thing it would have to be legit for me to buy it is they have an autographed Aerosmith Rocks album. That looks really fucking cool. How much is that? I don't see it. Uh, $2,750. Oh, I'm still way up in the... Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's not, not as much, but if that was real, that would be cool. I like the Matt Groening Aerosmith full band signed 11 by 14 photo. It's got the uh, the Simpsons art of Aerosmith signed by the band and Matt Groening. Oh, I see that. That's pretty cool. $2,500. That's cool. Oh, yeah, right below the Aerosmith's rocks. Yeah, that is badass in the frame and everything. Lots yeah, of autographed guitars. There's a drum head from Just Push Play. Yeah. Or as I always say, don't. <laughs> Just Push Eject. Aerosmith Steven Tyler signed microphone. It's in a displayed shadow box. That's pretty cool. $4,000 plus. I miss that one. But an actual microphone signed by Steven Tyler, that's pretty cool. You always see lots of signed guitars, but you don't see a lot of signed microphones. That's cool if it's for real. Who should we check out next? Um, I don't know. Just for uh, shits and grins, let's look up Faster Pussycat. Okay. I know that's not a legendary band or nothing, but I like them. I want to see what to the you craziest it is. thing Yeah. Uh, What's the craziest faster pussycat thing in here? So we have to find the first thing with actually. Oh, so $500 autograph poster for the first album. That's pretty cool. I mean, first album, that was a long time ago. Yeah, the signatures look pretty legit. Yeah, because who would fake faster pussycat autographs? <laughs> you said it. Who would me. bother, you know? It's got to be legit. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else? How about Black Sabbath? Yeah, let's see what's on there. Let me look we up. We should do Ozzy, Ozzy after that. Yeah. Ants That Escaped, $5,000. Ants That Escaped. There's right. a $20,000 signed guitar. Well, that's weird, though, because it says Black Sabbath Master of Reality. So for that kind of money, I got to kind of assume that it came out at that time. Mm, I wouldn't assume that. Let me look at this. For $20,000, it's not something somebody just got, you know, signed. No, they were signed on in 2004. Then what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It looks like a Strat. It's got now, the thing underneath. The thing underneath looks better. That's a concert poster from Allman Brothers, Edgar Winter, and Black Sabbath from 1971 framed. That's pretty that. cool. Atlanta Municipal Oh, yeah, that is badass. Now, that is something cool right there. Yeah, 1971. $8,132. $8, I wonder if that was Sabbath's first run through the States. It probably was, or at least close to it. Yeah. That's what a good else item. we got here? Uh, Black Sabbath album sign. signed by four. Yeah. A lot of autographs. I don't know about these really autographs. Big on the man. autographs. A... I want to see the weird stuff. A lot of it's just autographs. 
Yep. Here's a concert ticket from Bruce Springsteen, Black Sabbath. What? No, it doesn't say Bruce Springsteen. It says uh, Sunshine Entertainment presents in concert Black Sabbath and Cactus and Steel oh. Mill. Friday, October oh. Friday, October 27th, 1970. Two big shows, First Avenue and Kingsley, Asbury oh, okay. Park, New Jersey. It was the Sunshine Inn. That was the place. Like Kiss played there, too, in their early days. So then this was probably Sabbath's first, uh, definitely first headlining crew. You got Cactus opening up for him. That's uh, yep. uh, Carmen Apice or however he wants to say it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think Ron cool. Lejack was in Cactus that time, and he wound up in Wicked Lester. Yeah? Yep. So there is a Kiss connection here. Of course there is. Um, but, yeah, see. Sunshine Inn, Rick Fox, who I interviewed about, you know, when he hung around, he dated Peter's sister, and he was around in the early days. It was um, Rick Fox got in a lot of trouble for his show with Kiss at the Sunshine Inn because he, like, created, like, free passes to try to get more people to come to the show and didn't run it by the band or bill of coin. Oh, shit. And, and they found out about it. Like, they were happy that the show was packed, but it was a bunch of money they missed out on because Rick was just trying to get people to come, and they, like, like chewed him out for it. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the Sunshine Inn in Asbury Park. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was on ACDC Ultra Rare Ticket, Sydney, November 9th, 1974, early tours supporting Black Sabbath. That's pretty badass. British Rock and Roll Month. Pretty cool. A lot of autographs and stuff. You know, here's a... Uh... <laughs> nice. Look at this. Black Sabbath 1999 concert tour promo hand-painted skateboard. Oh, I see it now. It says never say die on it. 1500 bucks. <laughs> if you need a Black Sabbath skateboard that's legit from 1991 reunion style... Right there. Yeah, if anybody under 50 bought it, that's cool. No, and sometimes you see stuff like that and go, I wonder if you took, if you bought that and put it in your attic for 20 years, if it would be worth, you know, a couple thousand dollars someday. Here's a Black Sabbath signed poster from the Hollywood Bowl in California, Friday, September 15th, 1972. So stuff like that's cool because it, like dates it to a certain time. Yeah. See, I, like I love that. it. Somewhere along the line, they stopped doing that. They stopped putting the year on stuff because they're just advertising, hey, this is coming up next month or this is coming up next week with no recourse of thinking someday somebody from the future is going to be looking back at this poster and have no idea what year it was. Here's the one that I want. It's an autographed copy of Technical Ecstasy. Oh, yeah, I see that. That's cool. Signed by the whole band. I would love to own that. I lo Contrary to a popular belief by a lot of Sabbath fans, I love Technical Ecstasy. It's a great record. There's some good stuff on there. Yeah. Well, for 1200 bucks, it could be yours. <laughs> no, thank you. Let's look up <laughs> Ozzy so we see what he's got going on solo. You want to do Ozzy? Yeah. This is pretty cool because it really kind of is treasure hunting, and even though... I'm not going to buy any of these things because it's way out of my price range. It's pretty cool to see this stuff. 
Here we go. Randy Rhodes autographed Blizzard of Oz tour program. 10K. How many of them you see laying around nowadays? None. Man, that is so cool. I'd love just to have the tour program to look at it one time. Yeah, it's got his uh, his page with his photo autographed. If it's if that's real, I hope it's real. Well, I mean, if you got the the book from that year, it's the book itself has got to be worth almost that much, even without an autograph on it. But I guess mm-hmm. since it's Randy Rhodes' autograph, you again, you're not getting that now. <laughs> It's funny, like, you know, like, some of these, and, like, he's promoting it as, you know, signed to a particular person. It's funny, like, because back in the day, it used to be like, oh, it's signed to somebody in, you know, a particular name, so it's not worth anything. Yeah. I almost think that makes it more legit now, because it's like, like, my Eric Carr autograph I got is, um, I didn't get it, because I went into a comic store and found it. And they were selling it. it was, it's a napkin from after Kiss played. I think it was my first show. Yeah, they play, they played Starwood Amphitheater, and like they went to Waffle House or whatever after, or Eric did. And it's a napkin that says "To Brad" with two D's, Eric Carr. You didn't change your name to Brad. That's amazing. No. Well, like I, fa- <laughs> I, I found it in this comic store, and I'm like, my name's Brad. Now. There's no way. It, there's no way this is fake because it's signed out to a guy named Brad with two D's. It's got to be real. And I paid $10 for it. Right, because so if like, you think about I, that, the counterfeiter's not going to make it out to somebody. Right. Because then, you know, I mean, again, that's like when you say it's special to get the autograph for yourself. It's not as fun when your autograph says somebody else, you know. Right, so I like that makes that made me more convinced that it was legitimate. Legit, yeah, yeah, and like I, I was, I couldn't buy it fast enough. I'm like, oh, dude, I'll pay you ten dollars, no problem. Yeah, because you know that the pen that put the ink to that napkin was in the hand of Eric Carr, and that makes it still exactly. pretty damn cool. Dude, I, I fucking floated on air after buying that. Yeah, I bet. I was like, I was like, holy shit, I got a real Eric Carr autograph. And if you look at Eric Carr's real autograph, it, it, it definitely matches right up to it. But when you sign your checks or whatever, do you sign your autograph exactly the same every single time? I know I sure don't. Not pretty much. I'm pretty close, but they're never going to be exact where somebody could say, well, I mean, it looks like it, but somebody could have copied it. You wouldn't know. Yeah. It's risky I mean, it's business poss- in the uh, autograph industry, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, it's, pot- it's possible that what I have is fake, but it's like, for one... It signed out to a person in particular, and for two, they sold it to me for ten dollars, which right. tells me it's got to be legit. Otherwise, they would have overpriced it. Yeah, and like you say, when it's made out to somebody else, it's not as cool because, I mean, how many people? They're not saying that you or anybody else listening to the show does, but I gotta imagine somebody out there probably gets these things. And be like, yep, I. Paid, you know, you don't tell somebody you paid, you know, eight hundred bucks for this autograph thing. You say, "Let me tell you about the time I met Lemmy." Yeah, well, I mean, like, but I don't bullshit people, so right. I'm like, I'm like, I got it, and I'm like, I got for, t- I'm happy to, pr- I'm happy to brag that I got it for ten dollars. Right, because like I like, said, just, then you'd have to change your name to Brad. Welcome, my co-host, yeah, Brad like, Sinzak with two D's. Exactly, but like that, that that autograph's going to go with me to the grave. I'll never sell that. Well, I'll make sure on your gravestone it says AKA Brad with two D's. Brad with two D's, exactly. 
Scroll on down a little bit. You see this rare L.A. Rocks original 1994 Ozzy Osbourne jacket, leather jacket, one yeah, of a that's kind. Yeah, pretty cool. $2,500. Although, bucks. What is the story with this? I've learned something doing this with you today. It's it's not so much what it is or how much it costs, but the story that goes along with it that makes it kind of cool. He looks kind of spooked in the picture. Very rare, Ozzy collectible for the diehard fan, dated 1994 by Simona of L.A. Rocks Clothing. This hand-painted airbrush leather jacket is one of a kind. Just all leather jacket and has been worn. Size is 40. It's still in incredible condition. Would make a great addition to either your wardrobe or your rock or Ozzy collection. Hmm. L.A. Rocks. That must have been a thing back in the day, right? 94? Or they thought so. L.A. Rock's clothing. So somebody well, hand-painted this thing. This is like an airbrush deal, but it looks really good. It's cool, but it's not signed, which tells me I wouldn't pay $2,500 for it. Yeah, even something like that, you'd want it signed by the yeah. lady that painted it. I guess she probably signed it. looks like it. Well, that's great and all, but not for $2,500. What else? I'm not seeing a whole lot. It's just a lot of autographs that are questionable. That's the majority of what you see on a, on eBay. Well, and fuck, you You can't even trust Ozzy anymore. Did you hear about the fallout from his new album with the autograph copies? Uh-uh. Oh, dude. Uh, did you order one of the autograph CDs? No, because I don't care for autographs oh. unless they're being made directly out to me. Okay, well, good on your part, because... Like they 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 were selling like a limited edition autographed version of Ordinary Man, and somehow somebody debunked it and figured out that it was all machine signed. Oh man! Yeah, and they didn't deny it when people called them out on it. So they they basically admitted that it was fake. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, but it's just it's shitty that they did that. All right, I hate Slayer, but let's look up Slayer. Dead goat. 1984. Yeah, no. Mummified remains. There's a Slayer 1990 Brockham poster, rare, signed by the band. That's pretty cool looking. 2000 bucks. Oh, I see it. Right on. Uh, let's see. From Slayer to what? Oh, uh, what else you got? You want to look up tough? <laughs> The first thing when I put up tough is an ICP Juggalo Crew Violent Wear. Yeah, that's jersey. what I'm trying to avoid. If you just put in tough, tough is one of them words, T U F F, that has been used a million times in a million ways. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, fabulous All right, so if you stuff. put in Stevie Rochelle tough, you get tough and Stevie Rochelle decadation vinyl, dual CD, pin up poster, and postcard set. For seventy two forty nine. See, that's the most reasonable thing that we've come across this entire time. Yeah, everything well, that's is pretty cool, or less. But I'm willing to bet that that comes from Stevie Rochelle himself, probably. Which is cool because salesman. anytime I've ever ordered anything from Stevie Rochelle, it's come in faster time and better condition than I than most anything else I order. So, if you guys are tough right, fans let's... out there, you want to order some stuff from Stevie Rochelle. Very awesome, highly reliable. He's on the case with it. Let's look up Vinny Vincent. I'm afraid. <laughs> Empty cardboard box, spray painted yeah. pink. He's got a uh, oh, a hand painted art canvas signed by Vinny. 
that's the same image I use to uh, have my poster that I'm willing to sell in the disgruntled promoter package on eBay. Well, this ain't what I was looking for, but this is weird. Vinnie what? Vincent original color 35 millimeter negatives. I don't see that. For seven bucks plus six dollars to ship. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't filtered it yet. Is there an actual Vinnie Vincent Funko Pop figure? Or is this something just so. modified by somebody? I don't think there is. It's fifty bucks. Is it on here? It don't look great. I'm looking high, price highest to lowest. What okay. are you looking at? I was just I put it in and it brought up best match and I just looked oh. at what was there. Real quick, let me go to expensive. Let's do highest to lowest. You never know what's on them negatives. The photos uh, could be weird stuff. You have to pay three thousand dollars. Oh, there it is. Picture. There's your poster right there. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like it. Not quite the same. It's a little different. Um, I need to sell that off. It's still rolled up in my closet. Isn't that part of your uh, disgruntled promoters package? It is. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to keep, I have, he signed the um, the inside photo of himself from the Lick It Up tour book. I'm going to keep that because it's a kiss item. Right. But everything else, I've got like the photo passes. I've got the t-shirt he gave me at Gene Simmons' vault that I've never worn once. I've got several things from Atlanta that I could sell off that I need to. I'm gonna well, you know, I'm gonna do it and put all the money towards Rock and Pod. But you know what you don't have from Atlanta? Vinnie what? Vincent action figure. That's true. We were supposed to get those. They were supposed to get a box or two box sets, right? There's a creatures of the night guitar too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Although it's a telecaster, which is odd, because Kiss never played a telecaster. Um Here's hmm. Kiss signed forty tour book program. Oh, the, it's got oh yeah, it's got the original band and Vinny on here. Oh wow, that's actually pretty cool. Lots of guitars. Some of them are pink. Most of them are bullshit. I'm pretty sure. Although he, I mean, he's although he signed a lot of autographs from 2018 on. Uh, check this out: a Kiss 1983 Lick It Up European tour shirt. Three hundred bucks plus ten to ship, but man, that's cool. Where else are you gonna find that? Put that bad boy on and walk on one of them kiss cruises and watch everybody drool over your shirt. The sad thing is, is like musically, still love the guy. Yeah, I get it. I still fucking love the guy. Like, I mean, like for for the even the invasion stuff, I still like it. Like, I don't listen to it much, probably for personal reasons, but. Still a great fucking, great musician, great songwriter. Yeah, we probably should have signed up for therapy after all that. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to Ian Wadley for my therapy, and I'm oh, all that's, good. I'm sure that's bound to work out great. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm, I'm drinking more than ever. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Thank you, Ian, for helping me with my liver addiction. Vinnie Vincent personally signed UK Kiss Expo Playbill poster. You see that? Mm. Kisteria UK Fan Expo 1996. What's the price? Uh, 298 bucks. Free shipping. Um, there you go. Oh, I do see it. That was one of the episodes before you where I interviewed the Alex Alex Michael from Shameless. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he was there like for all guy. of that. He was uh, friends with Gerhard Wimmer. 
who uh, put on the all the European shows. That is a whole. That's a whole, that's a mini series in itself. What those guys went through. I can only imagine. Yeah, like charging charging Gerhard's card, like amount shitloads of money, and like wanting extra security for every appearance. And like Alex bought a guitar from him that Vinny swore up and down was his lick it up Jackson flying V and turned out to be bullshit. Damn. Yeah. And, and Alex told me about it and like, I don't remember what he paid. He, I'm thinking he paid between five and $700 for it. Maybe more, but and like Vinny he probably he, bought it the day before at a pawn shop for 50 bucks. Who knows? But like it was, it was sad because, you know, Alex, I mean, he's like, you know, he's a massive Kiss fan and he's he's followed them for years. And like I felt my, my heart broke for the guy because he really loved Vinny and he loved what he did. But, yeah, Vinny straight up fucked the guy. Did you see the uh, Kiss Vinny Vincent, the the custom Mego doll? Oh, the one that Pharaoh did, that Danny from Angel? Is that what that is? That's pretty badass. Well, he did um he did it a few years ago. It's it's like cat for some reason it's getting traction now, but he works for Figures Toys now, but like he used to do purse like customized Kiss dolls. And he he did one for Gene for the Elder. He did Paul in the Bandit makeup. Wow. And like he would get the he would get the face down perfect, man. Like it looked just like them. Yeah, this Vinnie Vincent and, one looks really good too. Yeah, so he's like incredibly talented guy. <laughs> you want to know what the most expensive poison item is? Let me look. Hang on. I can look. <laughs> poison was the first man that I fell in love with. So let's look. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna want to have this, and it's only uh, one thousand five hundred fifty eight dollars and eighty cents uh, free shipping. Oh, the uh, Brett Michaels autograph poison signed airbrush culture and guitar. <laughs> Oh God, that's a terrible painting. Oh man, yeah, it don't look great. That doesn't even look like Brett Michaels, dude. No, I'm not sure who it is <laughs> wearing this bandana and this autographed guitar. Now I know you want to have that, right? Sure, of course I do. Hang that on the wall. You don't yeah, need no throw- posters of Phil Line it when you got that. Yeah, I'll throw sixteen hundred dollars at a fucking guitar, of Brett Michaels. Yeah, I don't see nothing really special with Poison. A lot of autographs. Yeah, not much on... There's a look with the cat dragged in that's supposed to be autographed by the whole band. I don't know if it's real, though. Yeah, I kind of like Kiss, because you find like weird stuff like their I boots just, and their spangly pants. I, I mean, I get I get buying autographs if you, if you missed out the first time, but... I don't know. Like to me, maybe it's because we're you and I are older. But it's like if if I don't get the if I don't acquire the autograph myself, it doesn't mean that much to me. Right. You know, it means way more if I actually watch the guy sign it for me. Just open up and say, "Ah, signed by the whole band." That's cool. Although Ricky Rocket's autograph looks suspect compared to what he signed on my videotape when we interviewed him. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, your autograph isn't going to be 100% exactly the same every time, I wouldn't think. That's true. That's one of my favorite things, dude, is is having having that guy sign my my VHS videotape that I used to watch hundreds of times when I was... That that meant a lot to me. I appreciate that. I'm going to look up a white snake. Tony Katane's panties, maybe. 
That no, was pretty no cool, way. that Rat album with her autograph along with the band. That's pretty badass. There's a White Snake autographed LP. It's like a clear LP signed by the whole band with Vi and Vandenberg. Wait a wow, minute. Look Vi at that. and Vandenberg didn't play in the band at the same time. Is that That's not right. It there was, was Adrian and Vivian, and then it was Steve and Vivian, but like it was never Vi and Vivian at the or Vi. Yeah, I don't think it was Vi and Vivian at the same time, was it? I don't think I buy this one. I think this is bullshit. Because you're wrong. On down a little bit further to the White Snake Ozzy Osbourne vintage tour poster. That's pretty badass. That's super badass. I like that. About nine hundred bucks. That's a great poster. That was not even signed. No. It's just that rare, I guess. I'd almost, you know, something like that, I'd almost rather have it unsigned. Because once you get it, then you don't know if that's their actual autograph or not. So then once you hang it up, everyone's always going to ask, oh, did you get them to autograph that for you? No, that's the way I bought it. And I don't know if that's the actual autograph or not. Well, I've heard that But it's a cool-ass poster. I've heard that autographs, in some cases, can hinder the value. Yeah. It's possible. The only real experience I ever had with autographs was like Rowdy Roddy Piper and how people lined up. And then it became apparent real quick that, okay, by buying the VIP package to meet Roddy Piper, you get this, you know, 8x10 we're giving you autographed, and you get one other thing autographed. Anything other than that you want autographed, it's a set price for each additional was, thing because at that point about it well because there was people coming up with garbage bags full of brent the hitman heart memorabilia and then at that point you or i mean roddy piper they'd come up with trash bags full of uh roddy piper memorabilia i seen it done with brent the hitman heart too where you know at that point they're bringing stuff up they've got 10 different things and they're reselling them on ebay so then it only makes it right that the artist would then say okay I'm going to sign this for you. I'm going to sign that for you. If you want me to sign these other 10 things, it's going to be 20 bucks a piece. Well, yeah, because they should they should at least get a piece if you're going to be yeah. buying buying stuff and selling it. And at that point it's pretty obvious. Yeah. How about this? A Steve Vai personally owned White Snake Band Tour issued bathrobe. That's pretty cool. Where are you going to find one of those? That is cool. <laughs> Steve Vai would be a good rock and pod guest, right? I would think so. I think that'd bring with in a his, lot of guitar players that are fans. Yeah. With Got his it. history with uh, Zappa and Whitesnake and Roth. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Got a 1990 Monsters Rock huge 40 by 60 concert poster. Got Whitesnake, Aerosmith, Poison, Choir Boys. It's pretty cool. How much is that? Uh, 800 bucks. Ooh. Plus 12 to ship. Oh, I see it now. I mean, that's pretty cool. 40 by 60 poster. That's a big old thing. Yeah, some of these old concert posters go for a lot more than people realize. Yeah. Because, again, somebody had the foresight to go, I'm going to grab that, and I'm going to take it home. But then, furthermore, I'm going to pack it away, take good care of it, and save it for 30 years. And I bet someday it's going to be worth something. And in this case, you gonna, know, they're right. I'm going to put concert poster into entertainment memorabilia and see what the top price one is. Just curious. Holy fuck. 
Are you looking at this? Hang on, it's opening up for me now. Holy shit. Cream Eric Clapton? Oh my god, $84,000. Holy shit. Wow. Autograph. Cream has got the top two. They're the best. So it's autographed by all the cream. Wow. And it's an old-ass poster. Original first printing poster autographed by Olive Cream, Clapton, Bruce, and Baker. This has been certified and is 9.2 only known, fully fully banned, first signed first printing. Wow. Wow. That's fucking crazy. See, that's something you could put in a frame and hang on your wall, and you don't have to explain to nobody what that is. You don't got to say, oh, that's Ace Frehley's Hall of Fame shirt, or that's this computer that's signed by Robert Redford and Steven Tyler. Put that in a frame, hang it up, people walk up to it and go, holy shit. Yeah, so Cream are the reigning champions of concert posters. Say $84,000, holy shit. Oh, my God. Pretty cool. See, there's a lot of cool stuff out there for sale if you go hunting. And, you know, that's the fun thing, I think, about being fans of rock music is that I'm constantly going on eBay and Amazon and typing in the names of my favorite bands. And you never know what's going to pop up. Today, we found all kinds of cool stuff that's out there on eBay, one-of-a-kind items that, you know, are part of rock and roll history. And I think that was kind of the idea behind doing this today because when I did the uh, trivia questions for the Beat the Geek, it kind of made me start thinking about, wow, you know, if this is Gene Simmons and that's Paul Stanley, what else is out there? And so I think today was kind of fun to be able to go through this and just kind of do a little treasure hunting on eBay and find out there really is some really cool, rare, one-of-a-kind items out there if you want to do a little hunting and spend a whole lot of cash. Oh, for sure. And let me put a challenge out there to our listeners. Because some of you guys are serious collectors. Is there anything you've paid an, an extreme amount of money for on eBay? Let us know. What what did you buy in auction and what did you pay for it? Because we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and furthermore, if you are a huge collector of a certain band, what is the one thing that you would want for your collection more than anything else? So tell us the band and what that one super rare thing would be. Yeah, definitely. Um, this has been... Uh, Eye-opening for sure. Nice. So I actually had a good idea for this one. Not bad. Of course. You always have good ideas, brother. No, I just got to figure out how to bring Beat the Geek back on a weekly schedule. We have to have a guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe we'll make the uh, Patreons the guests. That sounds good to me. Yeah, we could do something like that. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, I want to tell you guys something. If you guys need a Decibel Geek t-shirt you got to go over to clickteeshop.com. That's clickteeshop with a K. Peruse everything they got on that website because there's a ton of kick-ass stuff. You've seen the coolest people in the world, like guys in the Ace Frehley Band and the Gene Simmons Band and the Rock and Roll Residency. I hope you've checked out that album by now. And you've seen those guys wearing this stuff. That's where they get it from is clickteeshop.com. That's where you get your Decibel Geek t-shirt. If you want a little extra Chris and Aaron action... You can become a Decibel Geek VIP. I just, before we started recording this, sent over to Chris so he can release it, the latest edition of Torpedo Dudes. That's right. It's our KISS show. Just because July is over doesn't mean we're not talking about KISS and we're going to do it special on Torpedo Dudes. 
our KISS show. And the last one we did was a conversation, basically a full-on review of the KISS album Sonic Boom. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all in there pretty funny stuff and that's for our vips we got chris and aaron shows coming out all the time we've got rock and ron Runyon over at decibel geek tv making things happen this i got a feeling is going to be a fun one for rock and ron because he can probably look up some of the pictures pictures of things that we saw on ebay today and form this into a pretty cool episode for decibel geek tv if he should accept the challenge but yeah i think this was fun today yeah it was a good time for sure Right on. Well, I got something really cool up my sleeve for next week, something you guys haven't heard us do in a while. I'm bringing back a classic for next week, so stay tuned for that. Hey, it's the Decibel Geek Podcast. We're not getting ready for Rockin' Pod, so so we got things we want to do on the show that are going to be extra special. So 2020 sucks. We're doing our best to make it awesome anyway. See ya. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.